Nine Lives, the debut album from Catalyst, grips with infinite possibility and reflects the contemporary Los Angeles jazz scene. Catalyst is more than a nine-piece band. It's a collective of producers, composers, musicians, and writers who represent a who's who of the Los Angeles jazz community. You can listen to the album on all of the major music platforms or purchase a copy through bandcamp.com. Catalyst with a K, and the album is Nine Lives. I'm Daniel Levine, and this is the Bio Report. While cell and gene therapies represent an area of great therapeutic promise, current manufacturing processes are expensive and difficult to scale. As a result, this creates bottlenecks that limit patient access to these therapies and hamper the growth of the sector. Ori Biotech has developed an automated and scalable manufacturing platform for cell and gene therapies that seeks to increase capacity and quality while reducing cost. We spoke to Farland Verich, co-founder and chief scientific officer of Ori, about the challenges of manufacturing cell and gene therapies, how the company's platform addresses those issues, and why it's initially focusing on CAR-T cell therapies. Farland, thanks for joining us. Uh, it's a pleasure to join you. We're going to talk about Ori Biotech cell and gene manufacturing and the company's efforts to use its platform to bring scale to the manufacturing of cell and gene therapies. Perhaps we can begin with the problem you're trying to address. How are gene and cell therapies generally manufactured today, and what limitations do existing processes place on access and growth of the market? Absolutely. So I I think... um... Most cell and gene therapies are manufactured in a very similar way um, as when they were first discovered uh, in academic laboratories. So that is very manual cell culture uh, processes, which involve quite a lot of people um, manually moving cells uh, around the lab, genetically modifying them, doing uh, cell culture expansion and purification um and um really as you move towards the clinic what re- what the, the major thing that happens is that those um labs academic labs um get turned into gmp manufacturing suites where everyone's gowned up um so not only have you got the original problems with being highly uh, uh manually um manual processes and very labor intensive but then you put on top of that all of the um, extra cleanliness requirements to do with gmp manufacturing and you end up with really expensive manufacturing processes that require lots of people lots of very highly skilled people actually 
and also a lot of space. Um, so the space you need, of the, the amount of GMP manufacturing facility you need to produce a single dose is very large. And And what that means is that if you were to imagine the largest GMP manufacturing site that you could ever imagine, um, you, you'd struggle to produce more than a thousand doses per year. Um, so that's that's a major issue as cell and gene therapy looks to move beyond our initial successes with um, the CAR T therapies for uh, um, for blood cancers. And as we move forward, we're moving in towards some really large indications where it's not going to be okay to just produce a few thousand doses per year of a therapy. We're going to need to produce tens of thousands, possibly even hundreds of thousands of doses per year. And at the moment, as it stands, this is physically impossible. It, it cannot actually be done. There's not enough people and the, the space required is, is mind boggling. How much of a bottleneck does manufacturing represent to the growth of these technologies as commercial products? Yeah, this is the major concern. I think um, a lot of people are looking around at investments uh, in this space and they want young startups to have a clear route to manufacturing at scale. And the reason for that is they've seen the struggles of the early entrance into the uh, into the space, and it's quite clear that um, you know there, there there are potential cures um, under development in in very early startups, and we may be in a situation where uh, unless we get a we get a grip of this manufacturing issue, um, some of those early startups might start not to get funded. Um, as people start to wonder, can I ever make a return on a, a investment in a in a car T type product? Ori Biotech has developed a manufacturing platform for cell and gene therapies. What does the platform consist of? So we've we've um, gone to some length to start with the design for scaled up manufacturing. So how would you manufacture? 100,000 doses per year. And then we've back engineered to a single unit on a, on a lab bench and made sure that um, the processing unit we've designed, um, which intensifies manufacturing and automates manufacturing, can still be used in an academic lab. So you can still do your preclinical work for your mouse studies on a, on a single ORI bioprocessing unit. But the, the, the real trick is, is, is that the ORI system has been designed to scale. And uh, at its most basic level, um, we've put a load of effort into intensification of the volume, the physical volume needed um, to do this kind of a process. And we've come up with some really uh, um, novel engineering solutions um, which mean that we can stack our units horizontally and vertically. They're about the size of a home microwave. Um, and because we've brought in this stackability, what you can do is you can start envisaging scale-up of your manufacturing um, uh, in quite a small area, um, getting to really high throughputs. 
how does this change the manufacturing process from what's typically done today? What what problem does this solve? So the two key problems that, that Ori solves um, are the problems I mentioned right at the beginning. First of all, the um, platform has been designed to eliminate um, human inter- interaction. So the system can move seamlessly from one step of the process to the next without any human interaction. The additions and removals of materials from the process is all completely automated. So we, we radically reduce the amount of you know, people required uh, in the manufacturing suite. The second thing is by having a stackable system, we can radically increase the throughput per square foot of GMP manufacturing space. This has broad applications within cell and gene manufacturing. Ori's decided to initially focus on CAR-T therapies. Why is that? Well, we've just had our fourth CAR-T therapy approved by the FDA um, this week. Um, so the Juno therapy has been uh, has been approved. So this this uh, um, this becomes the fourth um, te- um, uh, CAR-T uh, therapy to be approved, and um, quite clearly the technology has to follow the need uh, for, um, for manufacturing. So the, the platform has actually been designed to be adaptable to, um, any kind of, um, cell and gene, uh, um, so, um, manufacturing process. But what we've done is in the very first, uh, iteration of our concept, we've built a system specifically for car team manufacturing, because that's where the, 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 the urgent immediate need is today. Let's take car t- an example walk me through of using your platform to produce these would this be for autologous therapies and if so what's the process of going from obtaining patient cells to dosing them back in the patient absolutely so um ori's technology sits at the heart of the manufacturing so the most labor uh intensive and um, skilled um, part of the process and it also takes up the most space is all of the cell culture steps so where you're manipulating cells in culture growing those cells and washing them uh, um, in the heart of the manufacturing process um, so cells are shipped from uh, um, from their collection sites, um, from the patient, they're collected, shipped to, at the moment, they're shipped to centralized manufacturing facilities. Um, once they're washed, um, they then can enter into the Ori manufacturing um, system where we can do all of the steps that would usually be carried out by cell culture uh, scientists. So, for example, we can do the uh, um, genetic manipulation of the cells, the activation of their cell growth, the expansion from a small scale, um, all the way up to uh, the numbers required for the therapy, and then washing before those cells can be uh, cryopreserved and sent back uh, to the patient. Ori completed a 30 million Series A in October. How's the money being used, and are there parts of the platform that still need to be developed? 
So the, um, the, the, the money that was raised was um, to bring our first product to market. So um, before the raise, we had a proof of concept device, which was saying, you know, best in class performance in terms of um, our ability to genetically reprogram and expand uh, these cells. Now what we're doing is we're building our first uh, commercial device um, and getting that into the hands of a number of uh, um, cell and gene therapy manufacturers and CDMOs um, so that they can really feed back to us. The the important thing about Ori is that we're not going to build a technology and throw it over the wall and and, 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 uh, kind of... Um, keep our fingers crossed that it that it hits the mark. Um, the the technology is being developed hand in hand with leading cell and gene therapy companies and CDMOs and academic groups. Um, and and we really want to make sure that our first product um, ticks all the boxes, not just in terms of its ability to to process the cells, but also in terms of ergonomics, um, usability and uh, making sure that we really are reducing the, the all-important bottom line, which is to reduce cost of goods uh, for these uh, types of processes. What's the business model? Is it to be an equipment manufacturer for these producers? So um, yeah, our, our, our primary business will be to sell uh, the machines, Um and to sell the consumable. So there is a single-use consumable, which is used for each patient, and then you have a piece of hardware, which can be used uh, over and over again uh, for multiple patients. So that, that, that is our primary business model. Um, what's become quite interesting recently is thinking about how we use um, mobile GMP um, uh, um, technology. So the likes of GCon and Germfree have um, really been leading the market in terms of um, tractor-trailer-sized uh, GMP uh, facilities. And what we're looking at is how can we rack Ori's into these um, uh, uh, into these facilities and actually be able to provide not just uh, a number of machines, but a, um, a, uh, a, a multiplexed ORI processing platform within its own self-contained uh, manufacturing um, unit. And that's really exciting because that gives people the opportunity to build capacity as they need it and where they need it. I think a, a, a really important um a risk that a lot of cell and gene therapy companies have to make is building capacity before they're really sure that they're going to get into market and ori offers a way in which manufacturers can build their manufacturing capacity in a modular fashion the other thing is that this modular approach to the manufacturing will ultimately enable people to have a lot more flexibility in terms of where they do their manufacturing. Um, So a lot of people are are thinking about, 
you know, how, how am I going to scale my manufacturing without shipping cells all over the world? From, for example, at, you know, um, am I going to have to, if I want to provide my therapy in Australia, am I going to have to ship those cells to my manufacturing facility in, in the US and then ship them back to Australia once the manufacturing has been done? The Ori platform provides a way for people to duplicate their manufacturing facility and install that wherever they need worldwide. How consistent and predictable a product is the platform capable of producing? So we've seen excellent uh, consistency um, with our with our bioreactor. Um, our early data is suggesting we're uh, more reproducible than the kind of current uh, uh, manufacturing systems around. And at the heart of that, is the removal of those manual steps. So I think what's really important for people to uh, realize is that as with these manual processes, every single manufacturing run is being done slightly differently. So the amount of time that a cells spend outside of an incubator will vary from one, uh, from one person uh, um, to the next and with the Ori system, that's completely uh, um, um, eliminated. And we've got fine control over exactly how long cells are spending in every stage of the process. Um, and that will bring with it uh, increased robustness and reproducibility, a really important part of our offering. Are there regulatory issues you face? Is there any validation or review you need to go undergo with the FDA? So um, Ori's, we, we, we went to see the, um, the FDA last year, had a, a meeting with the, the CBA team there. Um, really exciting meet, meeting. Um, the, the FDA are clearly excited about this type of technology. They can see the pipeline of products coming down um, um, uh, uh, over the coming years. And there's clearly a worry that there's going to be no way to do these, uh, to manufacture um, these products at scale. So the, the FDA were incredibly supportive of um, uh, the, um, the work we're doing and, and, and genuinely excited um, to see our, 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 our approach being implemented um, um, with our partners. What's interesting is that um, the Ori platform is not a, a medical device. It's seen as a piece of manufacturing equipment. So whilst we won't have to go all of the, through all of the uh, regulatory um, approvals associated with med medical devices, we will submit to the, uh, uh, the FDA um, uh, um, uh, lots of information around uh, kind of leachables and, and, and other components um, so that um, cell and gene therapy manufacturers can quickly access uh, safety data um, associated with our platform. As I think about innovation in this industry, it's long centered on the discovery end rather than the manufacturing end. Uh, I think in part that's because manufacturing innovations are often centered on improving cost. And, and while that's welcome, I think at the end of the day, there's long been confidence that companies can get paid for innovative therapies uh, and, and put their efforts into innovation elsewhere along the 
discovery and development path. As you think about manufacturing innovation, uh, do you think it's been neglected? And is there something about these technologies that are making it more urgent? Absolutely. This is a great question because I think it, it really focuses on a lot of the early thinking around cell and gene therapy manufacturing. So people really looked to Big Pharma um, for the solution. And the, the way Big Pharma, you know, I come from a background in, I did my PhD in monoclonal antibody manufacturing. And there you have um, a really well-trodden route for the manufacturing of these kind of products where you do a large-scale fermentation, um, you you do uh, your downstream processing and then your formulation. And from a single batch, you can produce thousands uh, of doses. What has happened to date has been really scaling that thinking and that platform down around personalized uh, medicines. Unfortunately, a lot of the costs associated with um, uh, a, a, um, a large scale monoclonal antibody manufacturing process don't go down. As you as you scaled uh, around an individual, and those costs remain, um, and um, this is why this had to be a radical. Well, what Ori represents is a radical move away from um, really taking traditional biomanufacturing approaches and scaling those down around an individual for an autologous cell and gene therapy manufacturing process. Farland Verage co-founder and chief scientific officer of Ori Biotech. Farland, thanks so much for your time today. It's brilliant. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening. The Bio Report is a production of the Levine Media Group. To automatically download this podcast each week, subscribe to our RSS feed or through iTunes or other podcast manager. To join our mailing list, go to levinemediagroup.com. We'd love to hear from you. If you want to drop us a line or are interested in sponsoring this podcast, send email to danny at levinemediagroup.com. Special thanks to Jonah Levine, who composed our theme music, and the Jonah Levine Collective, which performs it.